0: This is Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the warning program. Wherever you're watching or listening in the United States or around the world, welcome. We're in our college chapel here at World Ministries International. It's a live audience where we hold a service every week for the staff and their families. I have a couple special guests. The first one that you'll be watching, listening to right now, Maria Moore. She's an ordained minister. I had the privilege of recommending her to the same organization that I'm ordained with. I like what she says, and I think you'll be encouraged to. So, Maria, welcome to the Warning Program.
1: Thank you so much. I'm really glad to be here. God bless you. Thank you. We're out of the heat of Texas, and we're up here in the glorious Northwest. (laughs) And it's beautiful, and it's wonderful. They thought yesterday was hot. Texas has a whole nother level of hot. When we left there, it was in the hundreds, and it was really hard to get packed up and going, and the humidity was high. And on that note, I'm going to just start right into my sermon. When we were sent out from our home church, Glory of Zion, Chuck Pierce is the apostle prophet over the work. He had two words over us. He said, may there be fire in your words and carry restorative fire. And out of that, both Dennis and I have seen tremendous work of God in God's people. You know, the Spirit and the Word are really manifesting together, and we're seeing some creative miracles. We're seeing people be set free. And I know that I know that I know that the same thing that has happened in the meetings over over the airwaves and also in live situations like this, that because people are tuned in here and because the Holy Spirit really wants to impact your life, that you're gonna have an encounter with Him in a way that you will be able to manifest the glory of God through the gospel that's within your heart. We've become these kings and priests and these people of God's kingdom so that we can show forth His glorious light and His works and His truth. And so we do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I just skipped ahead about 10 slides in what I'm going to present to you today. But that's it, is learning how to come into agreement with the Holy Spirit. Spirit and truth, kissing. Yay, God. And so the title of this sermon that i'm bringing today is recovering revival fire we see it in joel 2 and acts 2 where the spirit of the lord came as those who had all their lives walked well not you know for 30 years they'd walked with jesus and then he died and he rose again and then for 40 days he walked with them he was among them in his resurrection body And they beheld him, and then 10 days they tarried, and then they got to the day of Pentecost and were empowered. He said it was better that he left his bodysuit. He no longer stayed with them in that form so that the Holy Spirit could come. And so this is what I really want to bring with you, is somehow the American church has lost its fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Somehow we really believe that we can figure this stuff out or that we can just, in our soulish efforts, make a change in our lives, in our spheres of influence, and in this nation but I'm here to tell you that there was one that was left his name is the Holy Spirit and he wants to engage us in a fresh baptism of himself in a fire anybody else want to come get lit with me Amen. (laughs) amen amen Recovering revival fire is not only our stewardship, which is what I was just starting to talk about—the cooperation with the Holy Spirit, cooperating with Him—but it's also God's sovereign timing, and that's where people get it mixed up. God has had the church in a time, a season over the last 10, 20 years of really travailing for revival, and really seeking the Lord, anointed prayers, and our desire with the Holy Spirit, where the Bride and the Spirit says, "Come, Lord." Lord Jesus. Now that's for the end of the time, but it's also in the church age. And we are all longing for manifest glory in our lives. Amen? That's what we'll preach. You're right, Michael. That's what we'll preach and it's that manifest presence of the holy spirit it's god doing signs and wonders and miracles among us so we know that we need to steward this thing that god has given us and some of that is with travail and then when revival starts to hit like we're in these early stages of revival in america we need to recognize that his timing is sovereign so the last 20 years we haven't missed god's will we've been agreeing with the holy spirit we've been Filling up those bowls of intercessory prayers, and now the Spirit of the Living God is beginning to pour them out in signs, wonders, and miracles. And so it is God's timing. Habakkuk 2 two through four is a really good example of explaining this idea in the scriptures. Then the Lord answered and said to me, he was talking to the Lord, he was in an open conversation with him, write the vision and make it clear, write it on tablets that he may run with it who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but in the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just will live by faith. I love that last line. It's repeated like three times in scriptures. Way we are just is through faith. Faith comes from God's mouth to our ears. Faith comes through having a living, active, present, tense, personal relationship with the God of creation in the form of the Holy Spirit. In God's sovereign timings, when he wants to come in manifest presence, he says in the scripture, though it tarry, it will not tarry. And it's like, wait a minute, God, you just said, though it tarry, it will not tarry. Wait for it, for it will surely come. What that is, is it's talking about two different realms. We have the spirit realm where God's promises are yes and amen. We don't have to wait for God to create our healing. Our healing existed before the foundations of the earth. Amen. Yeah. That's where salvation started, was before the problem, mankind's mess-up, anything, nothing else exact. The Gospel of Jesus Christ, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, all the promises in the Lord are already present. And so they are here. Like in this scripture, though it cherry, it does not tarry. It's not tarrying, but it's in another realm, and there's a veil in between us and the spiritual realm. And what the Holy Spirit does when we come into agreement with Him, when we find His timing, when like Daniel saw that it was time for the deliverance of Israel, He began to agree with the Holy Spirit, and that's how we cooperate. We hear the voice of God, and we say, Lord, we know that visitation is here, and we want in on it. Lord, whatever it is that's between me and you that's keeping that veil between me hearing because faith comes by hearing. It's not something out of your soul, it's out of the spirit realm. We have faith because we hear the voice of God. It's not just a good idea and it's not just a good sermon. It's not even the building blocks that we have in our soul. We need to renew our minds and that's what I mean by building blocks. But if all you're doing is renewing your mind without a personal intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, all you've got is LOLs. You've just got a really good supply house But unless you are friends and are communicating with the author and the finisher of our faith and the Holy Spirit who wants to cooperate with us to build manifest presence in the kingdom of God in our lives, all we have is a storage shed. So we need to go to Lowell's and have all the things we need. We need to renew our minds. We need to sup with the Holy Spirit and get that into our souls. But it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to bring revelation to the storehouse. The Holy Spirit can reach into our minds and pull out of the good things that we've stored up, the renewal of our mind, he can pull out of that what he needs to build our house. And then we cooperate with him and he says, do this or do that or fast or pray or go to the store and meet a man on aisle three and, and he's gonna be, you know, and I have a word for him. All of us have spheres of influence even though we don't recognize them. All of us are in communication with people that don't yet know the Lord. All of us have opportunities every day to share the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. That is why we've been called into light, was to display His greatness and His glory. Amen? Amen. All right, that's the whole idea about His timing. And I just wanna talk to you about the season that we're in. We're in a new era. 2020 changed everything everywhere right god called us into a great shabbat a great passover season where everything was shut down and we had to be inside some of us were wise with that shutdown. some of us weren't but basically there was a reset everything is different it's not just that we're in a new decade which it is 2020 to 2030 is a decade but we're in a new era the things that we did before 2020 don't necessarily work now. We really need to get with the Holy Spirit and let the water soak our wineskin and then the, the oil rub it so that our wineskin is renewed so that we can hold the new wine that's the time that we're in. It's in the Hebrew letters, it's 5783. Hebrew is written in pictorial grams, and so rabbis and prophets and teachers alike have looked at those numbers and are trying to find God's kind intention in a given era or year or month. And I just want to give you just a brief little thing about what he's doing since 2020. Basically, this is a decade of pay, P-E-Y. It has to do with the face and the mouth, communication, fellowship. It is so important that we guard our speech and that we hear the Holy Spirit and then say the same thing. That's true biblical confession. It's not just coming up with something that you want out of your soul. It's quiet in your soul, hearing the voice of God, and then declaring the same thing. So we need to hear the voice of God pay the reason why i keep talking about personal relationship is it's always on the heart of god the reason why he leaves us in situations is so that we will seek him that we'll get a deeper revelation that we'll have time and fellowship with him and so it's on his heart always but in this season is it particularly important especially as we go into the dangerous days ahead we need to sup with the holy spirit we need to have that personal encounter Three is gimel or camel. It has to do with supply and benefits. A big word in that is kindness. The loving kindness of the Lord is what draws people to salvation. And I've preached on that. That's another sermon. But that's one of the main ways that we can reach the lost is operating in another spirit. As they come into adverse situations with people where we're just not all on the same page, we can quiet our soul and take on the attributes of God, just like he's done with us. You know, it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. You know, when we were yet adversaries, sinners, God sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. And so it's reflecting the nature, the new nature that we are. We need to act like the children of God that we are. And then 53, which is the two, is about victory over death. 83 has to do with death, and we see a lot of death. We see a lot of things that are falling. Some things are gonna fall this year that we thought would never fall, because it's just, it's a year of death. But the redemptive side of that is redemption. Revival is the resurrection. And so it's life overtaking death. It didn't surprise me when I saw the Ashbury renewal starting and the kids coming to Jesus because it's the year for that. It's the reason why Mario Murillo is having many more miracles and he's really reaching people that have not heard the gospel. It's the reason why the gangs are coming in. We were just in Yakima ministered with some people that have come out of gangs. I sat next to a lady that had been 28 days clean from meth. And she's, you know, really seeking the Lord. People were getting delivered from not only addictions like that, but the things that hold them there. The reason why they're addicted is because they got a wound in their heart that only the Holy Spirit has the wisdom and the strategies to heal strongholds, little bites in our souls. But those areas where it takes the power and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. So we saw people coming into freedom as a result of that. So it's the timing of God. It's life over death. I just want, you know, as I've talked to you, that God's promises are time released and voice activated, okay? God's timing and our pay, our mouth, it's as we say, it's just the way that we get saved is the same way that miracles come. We hear the voice of God, we agree with it, we believe it in our heart, we have a believing heart. Belief is just a verb form of faith. And faith comes from God, God's voice. It's from His voice because when we hear Him, faith is. And so from our heart, not our soul, but our heart we believe, and then out of our mouth we confess. So that's how we manifest the Kingdom of God on Earth. Okay, so let's say together, I'm gonna say it once and then we can say it together. Let's say, I will not miss my time of visitation. So let's say that together. I will not miss my time of visitation. And so for you on the web and in the room, just declare that over the friend sitting near you. You will not miss your time of visitation. You will not miss your time of visitation. That'll preach. Oh, wait a minute, it is. Okay. Supernatural encounters are designed to provoke us into habitual, deep conversation with the Holy Spirit. We're called to become the upper room. We're called to become that upper room. 2 Corinthians 13.4 is a fellowship of the Holy Spirit. When we have encounters with God, it's an invitation to conversation. So today, as we encounter the living God, as we have these supernatural experiences, as we begin to see Him, we become like Him. And out of that encounter, He is inviting us into personal conversation, so we can't just stop at a visitation we can't just stop and when the spirit of the lord moves on us and we are moved by him we need to press into a daily abiding relationship there's a wonderful man it's a really old book but there was a brother lawrence he was out of the 17th century he was a friar and he was tasked with doing menial things in where he lived he, he did dishes and he did this and he did that And during those tasks, he just practiced the presence of God. He could find God anywhere, anytime. You know, we're in a lot of different meetings, and we have a lot of different worship, forms of worship. I can find Jesus anywhere, but especially in any form of worship. You know, you don't have to have the right mood music in order to to come into the presence or experience the power. And so this is what he is talking about, is practicing the presence and really inviting the Holy Spirit in your supermarket uh, encounter. Ask the Lord if there's a visitation with a checkout lady. Prepare before you go. Get some little, I've made some little tracks that just have scripture on them and I'll give them with tips and, and just, have things that you can give people, or be prepared to have that kind word in your mouth, or be prepared with something that isn't just a cliche, but something that's out of your heart. People love things that you make. People love things that are just fresh out of your mouth. Like when I hand out those little cards, I remember this one kid, he'd just gotten out of prison. He was in a homeless camp, and and he didn't want me to get too close because he hadn't taken a shower in a long time. I said, I'm a grandma come here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and I gave him one of my homemade cards, and he was blown away that I had this homemade gift for him. And it was just something I, I did on with my computer and got it printed up at Staples. And, and, but that scripture that was on it was for him. And it's like, how did you know? How did you know? That happened to me once on a missions trip. I didn't have any doors. I made up little cards like that. I put them in Spanish and English. And I, I just handed them out Uh, the cards and the people were arbitrary. I mean, I just believed that God was gonna speak through his word. And so what I did was I put a little scripture and then a prophecy right under it, Spanish and English. And this pastor, I gave one to the pastor, we went to another town, we came back to that town and he hunted me down in the team. He says, you don't know what that scripture, and prophecy means to me two years ago i was in the houston airport and a complete stranger came up and handed me that same thing very similar prophecy i said well that's a witness two means a witness in the language of heaven i said you better pay attention what god is speaking to you out of that scripture and what he's wanting you to do with it and so we just don't know i mean that was just something i sat at home and i felt really dumb and i felt awkward i thought you know how does prophecy work like that i don't even know this is who this is going to. I'm so used to activating prophecy with someone standing in front of me. But I'm telling you, if we will give room to the Holy Spirit in our schedule, in our preparation, in our um, in, in our to-do list, He will break out with signs and wonders and miracles this is his time this is the time of visitation and i'm not going to miss it and i know you're not either because we're, we're talking about that first peter 2 9 i'm going to read it out of the passion translation my son just posted this on facebook and i i cut and paste or you know i, I copied it and i put it in mine um, and I'm just going to read the scripture just like he posted it. But you are God's chosen treasure, priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted one. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. Right? Amen. Okay, this is something that Jesus said, Matthew 9, 27, uh, uh, 37 through 38. Um this was inspired this morning last night we had a campfire and i was taking pictures of the campfire and then i was sitting there and i was trying to get this weed that looks like wheat so you know when i do this in a powerpoint i'm going to ask them to just kind of exercise some some imagination on it but i i took a picture of the fire behind and then a standing wheat stock and so um the scripture is then he said to his disciples the harvest is indeed plentiful but the laborers are few so pray to the Lord of the harvest to force out and thus thrust forth laborers into his harvest that's the amplified the classic amplified version it is so important that we get out of the house amen We need to come together and be equipped and be energized and get lit like we're getting today. And it's important that we take the Holy Spirit in a new way in our hearts into this sphere of influence that God has for us and to believe God for a greater sphere of influence. Now we're in a house that broadcasts all over the world, but most of us don't have a platform. And just like me on that missions trip, I was I was on a missions trip where I was supposed to help make jewelry and my hand shakes a little bit after my third cup of coffee, you know? And so I didn't do the, the you know, I said, please don't, just let me talk to these people. Don't make me try to make jewelry, because this is crazy. And, um, and I was believing God the whole time that I would have a door I would have a platform even though there was no door even though there was no platform and as a matter of fact I believed God that I was going to preach in a church and so I was pressing on this I was saying Lord I didn't spend all this money to make jewelry I'm sorry but I didn't and so (laughs) and so I was really pressing on him and I wrote a sermon and, and I had a sermon put together. And so I was at this, there was other things that we did. We were there teaching on trauma, and I had a little thing to do with the trauma teaching. But I wanted to reach more than just that audience. I really wanted to to really seize that time and multiply it. And so... Um, I was asked to to take some paper that they needed copies of, and I was walking down the hall with a pastor in this really big church. It was a bigger church than any of the churches we were ministering in, but he had a good facility for this trauma t- teaching that we were doing. And... um So we're walking down the hall and I'm just jabbering and he said, you want to preach Sunday? And I about fell out of my shoes. (laughs) Well, as a matter of fact, yeah, as a matter of fact, I even have a sermon, you know? (laughs) And I went and I preached myself happy and I prayed over everything that would move and one of one of the people in the prayer line was a boy that didn't want to be there he was a, a boy that was out of a single mother home and some some really bad adults that were homosexuals were really trying to get into his world and and bring him into that whole homosexual culture, and really trying to bring him in, out of the family and stuff. And so she took this teenage boy and put him with her brother and his family to get him away from that influence. Hello. Yeah, and he was there by protest. He was not wanting to be in that service, and um, his, his uh, what would that be, his aunt, told me the situation and I pulled that boy out of the line and through the pastor I just started to minister to him about the the uh, the problems with the homosexuals is you know a lot of them are looking for love I mean that's kind of where the need felt love they don't feel, you know, whatever, you know, but they're looking for this thing, offering them community. Same thing that happens in gangs, you know. And I said, these guys aren't your friends. They want to take advantage of you. And then when they're done with you, they're going to they're gonna let you go. But And I just started talking about the, the Lord and the Holy Spirit. And I said, you know, if you really want a life, you really want a community, you really want life, then choose God. And I said, you know, I believe that if I lay my hands on you, the Holy Spirit will turn you into another man. I said, would you like that? And he didn't think long. And he said, yeah, I would. And so I just stood in front of him and I, I just said, you know, I know that there's a call in your life. I know the reason why things are pulling on you to pull you out of God's kingdom or his, he wasn't even saved yet. But you're know, out of this situation is to give you a, a fake life, a fake love to, to, to distract you from your purpose for being alive. And I laid my hands on him, and he flew. And I, let me tell you, they don't even take a courtesy fall at that age. You know, they will not be moved, they will not be shaken. You know, he was there by protest, and the power of God fell on him. And I, I haven't gotten a report back, but I know that that encounter changed his life. Even if he stumbles and he, and he gets into trouble with that homosexual spirit that was hunting him, even if he does wrong, um, he will always be impacted by that encounter with God. So I invite you all today, I invite you now to open your heart in a new way and experience the love of God in a new way and the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon us. John the Baptist, there's, a, there's an anointing like John the Baptist, even though Jesus has come and he will come again, he wants to come and manifest presence now. And that John the Baptist anointing that calls out and says that Jesus is the one that will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire is here today, and if you're willing for a fresh baptism in the Holy Spirit today, I invite you to open your heart with me, and as John comes forward, we're gonna pray and and ask the Holy Spirit to light us. And you know, you're watching this, you you won't be maybe even watching it in real time, but I'm telling you, the Spirit of the Lord wants to impact your life. I know that you have a heart to see this nation uh, saved because you're watching this channel and you're watching this program, and I know that the Spirit of the Lord wants to come upon you and he wants to do great and mighty exploits through your life those who know their God will do these things and so I just I agree with the spirit of truth that's coming into this room right now and over the airways, and we say receive the Holy Spirit in a new in a fresh way with his power and his fire. Become those witnesses of the things that you know to be true by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we just renounce our, our you, wanting Thank to do this Jesus. in our soul life from our own strength Thank and you, we Jesus. receive Hallelujah. your power and authority To bring heaven to earth, remove that veil between us. Thank
0: you, Lord. By
1: revelation, we hear your voice, we receive your faith. It's not our personal goodness, but it's your goodness. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. You've been watching, listening to the warning program. This is Dr. Hansen, President of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Eagle Saving Nations, again, to light up America through the body of the believers, getting into the stadiums. Go there, join it. You know, she said things, cooperating with the Holy Spirit, learning to come into agreement with the Word and the Spirit. I will not miss my time of visitation. Get lit and take it out. <laughs> That's revival. That's what we need in America. Father God, set them free. Yes. Bring them into agreement with the word and the spirit. spirit. Let this thing happen. A move of God throughout the United States. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you.